My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello and welcome to this week's In My Mug, episode 444? 444? 444. Um, yeah, great to uh, have you join us as always. Um, this week's coffee, I'm very excited about, but I've actually got notes because I'm I'm a little bit rubbish, um, so you're going to have to excuse that I am going to be looking at my notes a little bit, but I, I want to get all the information across from this because it's, it's a super, super interesting coffee. Um, yeah, just before I do go on, uh, the, I spoke last week about the Brewers' Cup. I didn't win. I didn't even make finals. I did do a blog post about it. If you go to hasblog.co.uk, you can read how, what a sore and bitter and bad loser I am. Um, but yes, uh, please do go read that. And my performance is on there as well. So if you'd like to see me performing, making the Chemexes, uh, as I rarely make coffee on here, um, you can go see me. Um, so this week's coffee com- uh, is uh, one comes from Rwanda, and it comes from a cooperative called Booth. Booth. I like the Booth. Um, and it's called Nyarziza. It's our second year of having it. Uh, the washing station is 1,750 metres above sea level. Um, and it's in the south of Rwanda. Um, Booth was created in 2003 by a lady called Epiphany Musaka, uh, who is an amazing, uh, amazing lady. Uh, I've met her uh, twice now, last time on the visit to Rwanda last year. Um, she is a real entrepreneur. She, I don't like the word entrepreneur, but she is a, a real entrepreneur. And she wouldn't call herself that. She's just a business lady, but she's just created such a, such a market. Um, she was born in 1959. Um, and uh, unfortunately, she uh, she was widowed uh, during the 1994 genocide, which I can't talk about Rwanda without talking about the genocide, where nigh on a million people were killed in a 10-week period. Um, and um, she chose to kind of carry on with coffee in the family when she'd really been bringing up the family. And this happened to a lot of women. Um, there are some amazing uh, female coffee producers in Rwanda um, who were widowed or, um, you know, like just families were killed and just carried on running the farm. Um, an interesting statistic, you know, I mean, women really do run Rwanda, but uh, they are the uh, highest proportion of women in parliament than any other parliament or congress or whatever you want to call them um, in the world. I think 64% are women. Um, which is absolutely awesome. Um, she was part of the Spread Project, uh, which was something that happened in Rwanda to... Uh, basically, USAID felt very guilty for not doing what they should have when genocide was happening uh, and re- really went in and invested heavily in the country to help try and help rebuild. Um, and uh, the Spread and Pearl Project was something that was there done to improve the quality of Rwandan coffee. So previous to that, Rwandan coffee was pretty much commodity-grade, awful stuff. Uh, but they went in and built washing stations, brought in people um, to help train and learn um, um, how to make great coffee. Um, Booth owns quite a, a few washing stations. This is just one of them. Um, uh, the other one is Ramera. Um, yeah. Um, Basically, that she, 
so um, um, Epiphany um, uh, has set up, I'm going to read the actual figures here, she's set up 116 jobs at Missouri during peak season and nine permanent positions uh, and 127 people employed at Romera with 10 permanent positions. That's from 2014, I'm sure there'll be more now. Um, but it's amazing, she shares the profit, surplus profits with the cooperative and the washing station managers. Um, and the way it works is, in Rwanda you tend to own a very small amount of trees, so it'd be two, three hundred trees, you'll deliver your coffee to a washing station and then the washing station takes over and, and um, does the processing, finds the buyers and exports the coffee. Before we go any further, why don't we go and look at the map bit so we can see what Hello and welcome to this week's map bit. Uh, here we are. Uh, we're going down and we're going down to the wonderful continent of Africa. And uh, in particular, we're going to focus down on the country of Rwanda. Very, very tiny country. Um, somewhere I was lucky enough to visit last year. Uh, very beautiful country as well. Rwanda's parliament has more female members than any other parliament in the world. And that's why Rwanda is one of the leading countries uh, in Africa. And... Uh, one of the fairest. Um, we're going down to the south a little here, and we're going to uh, Kigoma. And you see Kigoma there, the town of Kigoma. Uh, very, uh, very good view of uh, the town. Here's the coffee drying on the uh, uh, drying on the beds. Um, the land of a thousand hills, I think it's called Rwanda. It's uh, many, many hills and mountains around it. Uh, here they are in the washing channels. They're washing the coffee, pushing it through manually. It's a very, very manual process, um, the washed coffee in Rwanda. Um, here we've got more pictures of the, the washed coffee drying in the sun. Um, we can see it all there. Uh, yeah, here we've got new drying beds being built. So you can see brand new beds. And uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to visit uh, uh, Narasia when I was um, when I was there last summer um, here's somebody hand sorting to try and find defected beans uh, while they're on the drying patios so let's get a feel for the topography let's just whiz around get a feeling of the mountains and uh, yeah highest point Volcan Charisma Charisma B which is 4,500 metres. Lowest point with it being landlocked is the Razuzi River at 950 metres above sea level. So there is no low altitude in, uh, in uh, Rwanda. And that was this week's map bit. So now we have a better idea of where we're talking about. Uh, I was just reading through my notes and the interesting part that we have got the, that this coffee was, first pro was processed on April the 4th and is a grade A1. Uh, and we, that's when it was delivered and like complete traceability on the lot. Um, so that's super interesting that we've got that much detail on it. Um, yeah, that, Rwanda is just an inspiration uh, to us all. Um, I think they, they've got the, uh, the high, highest uh, education rate for Africa. So 92% attendance for, uh, for school in Rwanda. And there's just a whole heap of things that are going on. Um, Kagami, who is the president, um, uh, who I've met, army presidents um, but he, he is um, a real inspiration taking over after the genocide and really dragging the country uh, on and it's just very very impressive uh, place and, and lovely people why don't we go and find the fact file and find something out about them and then when I come back I'm going to be tasting coffee
Time for the fact file. And the warning, figures may change because we got them wrong. Uh, but we're focusing on Rwanda. Tiny little dot in a very huge continent. Um, 350,000 hectares of that tiny little land are devoted to coffee. So it's a big part of what they do in Rwanda. Uh, but they're only the 30th biggest producer uh, in the world. Uh, total production is around about 250 to 450 uh, bags, which is about 257 to 420 metric tons. Common varietals, a lot of Bourbon, a lot of Katayi, a lot of Katura. Um, not a lot of other diversity really. Um, there are around about 400,000 coffee smallholders in Rwanda. So although it's a small market, it affects a lot of people. Uh, we've worked with 12 farms uh, in Rwanda in the last uh, couple of years and uh, somewhere that we're looking to do more. This one is Buff Nierisia. Uh, it's a red bourbon, it's a fully washed. Uh, it's near the town of Kagoma, uh, near, between Butay and Sigagu, altitude of 700 to 1900 meters above sea level. And uh, Buff is run by Epiphany Mukasia. And that was the fact file. Okay, so I hope that was interesting. I'm going to go to the espresso first. So the notes that I get in the espresso, I get in the cupping bowl too, and it reminds me very much of a really heavy Cab Sav red wine from like Chile. It's got that real body to it, but it's got that real like red wine acidity. And in the aftertaste, there's a real lime juice, like fresh lime juice. That's fantastic. Into the cap. Now the cap tones down lots of that acidity. And what I'm getting here is like, um, almost like a cola sweetness. So like uh, a full fat, not diet. Full fat cola sweetness. Now. The acidity's there, but it's that lime acidity. There isn't any of the red wine in there. Okay, before we go into the filter, we should get Roland up on the screen and say, uh, Roland, give us a daft fact. One million Rwandans overcame poverty between 2006 and 2011. Innovative homegrown development solutions have reduced poverty. For instance, in Grinka, which provides every poor family in Rwanda with a cow, has reduced malnutrition, increased agricultural productivity, and created small business opportunities. And that's actually really interesting, Roland, because Grinka is something that Buff do. So what they do, they try and give a cow to uh, every one of the families that are delivering cherries. By giving them a cow, they not only give them milk, and at some point later they give them meat, um, it also means that they get fertilizer for the coffee. So, um, yeah, Grinker is, is, is a thing. Mm. I wanted another sip of that cat because it's, it's really good. Okay, into the brewed coffee, where I think this is at its best. This is the home for this coffee, hopefully. Um, Ed has brewed this on the Kalita for me because I've given up on the Chemex. Not really, just this week. Mm. Wow, that red wine is very prominent. There's, it's almost tea-like, uh, and you tend to find that in Ethiopians, not in Rwandans, but it has a real black tea-likeness to it. And that cola is also there, so that sweetness coming from full-fat cola. A fantastic, 
brewed coffee, as good as I hoped it would be. Listen, thank you very much for joining me as always. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.